0: nerd soul oh oh yeah late ill kid at one y'all still holding down bringing the street geek and nerd soul like comment subscribe hit the bell and let's go because we got the marvels (laughs) y'all we got the marvels that's right we talking about the marvels so before we get started if you brand new thank you for rolling through you know what i'm saying if you're watching for one second or all the seconds you know what i'm saying you know if you if you if you're brand old thank you for coming through because we about to get into that marvel stuff now I'm going to start out with the spoiler-free, and then I'm going to get into the spoiler. So, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to worry about it. Now, I'm going to give you some basic thoughts, how I thought about the movie, then I'm going to dive in. You know what I'm saying? So, that's all you got to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Worry about when I say it's spoiler time, but besides that, let's giddy up and let's go. So, do I like the Marvels? Am I feeling the Marvels? The answer is yes. You best believe that, yo, hey, if you were coming in here and expecting me to crap all over this movie, you can go on and bounce and, you know, say la vie, take it easy, you know what I'm saying, sorry I couldn't, sorry I couldn't hate the movie for you, but you know what I'm saying, I, I don't hate this movie, I actually enjoyed myself thoroughly. I want to give a shout out to Nia DaCosta, um for basically uh, bringing back the fun in Marvel movies bringing back some enjoyment because bruh look it, <laughs> ooh, it was a struggle <laughs> y'all know it's been a struggle but we ain't gonna talk about that we we're gonna talk about this movie and Nia Decosta comes through along with the man the cast is killing it and just like I thought I would have fun from the trailer due to my sheer enjoyment from your girl miss marvel i have to have to say once again this movie was fun so basically when it comes to this movie i i went in there expecting hey just give me something let me have some fun and this movie opens up and it kind of brings us into where we left off of miss marvel and we get to not only get into her life but these three different women's lives and how they've kind of like coincided and from the emotional standpoint between each other their interpersonal relationship that they build i really enjoyed it man they as a as a you know ensemble cast as a you know i guess as a chemistry with one another it makes sense you have these You have this relationship between monica and carol where you know of course she called her you know her aunt so you have this relationship that is pretty much coming back and re i guess reigniting that relationship that they had there and picking up from there then you have this sort of i don't know celebrity you know worship hero worship that Of course, Miss Marvel has towards Captain Marvel, and that gets worked out. And I think it works out in a very, you know, relatable way where you have these three characters that are intertwined, but not, you know, intentionally so. And I think the way they work out their differences with one another and work out what's going on with them is very interesting and also very, very touching. You know saying the way they deal with a lot of their emotions when they get into different i guess you could say without spoiling when they get into different um conversations uh different explanations for what has gone through over the years um on the saber side we do get a more uh full description about what's going on in saber and it fills out their role a lot more than, of course, you know, before we've just seen Nick on the ship and that's it. He go up on the ship, come down on the ship. And I know we were all disappointed earlier this year. I'm not going to touch on that. We, that's gone. It's over. I did a video for every single episode. That's over. It's done. Let it die. But here I do. Enjoy our time on the ship. I enjoy our time on the ship. I enjoy our time with the ladies. I enjoy our time with <laughs> with Miss Marvel's family and bruh. Look, I love I love her family. Honestly, straight up from <laughs> from the brother to mom, dad, like all of them, man. I, I have a great time whether it's Amir, whether it's um Mrs. Khan. Uh, I, I want to say it's Muneba. Muniba, I'm sorry. I know I'm probably screwing that name up, but I love them as a family, man, for real. Like I I, I couldn't love Miss Marvel's family more. But I've already remarked on that when we covered the show. Um and we have a new villain and the explanation for this villain, I think does a, you know, a good job of showing how deeds can be seen from different aspects and different perspectives and what that can the desperation that can cause. And I dug it, man. Like straight flat out dug it. Like the the way they built the villain. They were able in 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 a good way due to Marvel's history. They were able to quickly build the villain due to us having the history of the the previous films. Um and this woman's passion in uh darban this woman's passion is understandable i mean now of course cree they're they're still uh you know they still they still ain't nothing i'm just (laughs) the cree you know they 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 still they still ain't nobody but you understand her perspective due to her station in the cree you know society and the cree empire so As far as all of the relationships, I dig it. As far as the chemistry, it makes sense. Um, One thing that I really enjoyed was the action. We get, man, we get to play around in some very cool ways with the switching of their powers, uh, them getting their hands around it and their, their minds around how to move, how to work together in tandem. Um, how to become a team basically and i think honestly the action was on point i definitely especially when uh the action that you kind of get a glimpse of in the trailer where they're back and forth in the house i really dig that action sequence like for real for real so all in all, I was very entertained. Um, I think this is definitely worth going to see on the big screen. Normally, I'd be like, yo, you can wait till it comes home. And I mean, you can do that too. I mean, it's all up to you. It's your dollars. But I enjoyed seeing it on the big screen. And I wasn't mad that I spent that money. Like, if I told you, like, um, when Blue Beetle came out. Blue Beetle is a movie that I enjoyed. But I said, hey, y'all ain't got to run to the theater on this one. This one. I spent my money, and I wasn't mad that I spent my money on Blue Beetle. But I do—I will say—I enjoyed this film more than I enjoyed Blue Beetle. But that's also because, you know, uh, your, your boy, your your boy's in it. and I ain't even gonna go there. He he in it, and he kind of whag. You know what I'm saying? I, we we ain't gonna go there. But this film, I was laughing. Uh, I was cheering for a couple of moments. And that's what I need, man. I got I got my mind off of the regular world, and was able to jump into the Marvel universe and enjoy my time with this adventure that these you know these ladies kind of got you know sucked into, and I had a lot of fun. Uh, Nick Nick is a lot of fun, you know. Of course, Kamala is a lot of fun. Uh, seeing Carol deal with Monica makes a lot of sense, and you know I'd say this is this is one that's worth it this is one that's worth it I, this i will say is a very good addition after uh, guardians 3 because ant-man i was like msi right. it was okay you know what i'm saying there's nothing to write home about but i do feel like in that movie they were at least connecting back to like okay there's a shared universe it seems like we have some semblance of a plan then guardians 3 i was like word up all right cool here we go And now with this one, I'm like, word. All right, we are firmly kind of, at least it seems that we're firmly in a direction of this whole multiverse, because of course they call it the multiverse saga. And I'm going to be honest, all through phase four, they didn't seem like they had no plan. And with these reports, whether they cap or not, it's not really helping their case. But with Ant-Man, Guardians, and um, Marvels this year, I will say I feel that they are charting their path at a more solid and understandable foundation right now and then when you have loki to go along with it then i'm like cool loki is a show i just wish they would focus as much on their other shows as it seems that they focused on loki but that's a whole nother thing so with that said should you go see it yes i think it's worth it also do i like it (laughs) yeah you're darn too now let's get into the spoiler time so for y'all, look, it's spoiler time. <laughs> Praise the Lord, <laughs> it's spoiler time. Praise the Lord. That's right. You know, look, it's, it's spoiler time. Y'all know, y'all know the dealy. Y'all, huh, y'all be- best believe that. All right. So, if you don't know anything about the movie, and you don't want to know nothing about the movie, it's time for you to get out of here. So now I'm gonna run through a bunch of a uh, bunch of the characters and kind of how I feel about the movie. Um As far as the premise of the film. I think it makes a lot of sense and it gives us a chance to connect with a whole bunch of characters like we get we get a chance to connect back with Tessa's character. Like we we get a lot of moments where we get to make it seem like this is a interconnected universe once again. You know what I'm saying? Once again, we look like we're together. We look like this is a a unit, you know what I'm saying? Which I which I fully enjoy. So, I want to talk about Carol for a second because, of course, she's Miss. Uh, she's Captain Marvel. She was the first Marvel, and then the other ones followed. So, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Carol, Monica, Kamala. So, Carol in this movie, we we find out kind of why she's been such a loner and what went on 30 years ago with that whole destroying of the the. I can't remember what is the super intelligence or the the high mind or whatever it is the creed the creed ai intelligence when she destroyed it how it essentially destroyed Hala as a whole and her carrying that weight is the reason why she's all on something like i gotta do it myself dog i'm on my own but her feeling that shame and not not wanting to return to see monica as a child until um she had kind of i guess redeemed herself to herself. You know what I'm saying? That had consequences. Like, you know, like Monica's sitting there saying, Hey, I just wanted you. You know, I want I wanted to be with you. What what are you thinking? mate I know you might have gone through something and and made a big mistake, but I'm not here to hold you, you know, hostage for that. Even if it's something that you did that was wrong, I might say, hey, that was wrong but I still want you here so I can love on you and you can love on me. We can be family once again. You know what I'm saying? So her always being such a loner makes a lot of sense because now we see that she hasn't really felt worthy of her position in Monica's life and most likely in the rest of you know her friends' lives as well. Um, especially coming back and seeing Maria and knowing that Maria is gone, and her, you know, I guess maybe feeling like there's nothing else for her to come back to, and maybe feeling too ashamed to show her face to Monica. But I think it's always best, regardless of how ashamed you might feel, you gotta you gotta go home, man. You gotta you know gotta see those loved ones, man. You gotta wrap the, wrap your arms around them. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> on the on the flip side, shouts to <laughs> man, yo when carol when we find out that carol is a princess bruh look y'all ain't tell me nothing on that i was like hold on princess <laughs> yo and not only is she a princess but she's the princess on the, the singingest planet there is and i dug that i dug that little change of pace because it continues to show even like with um was it prince Jan? that's her that's her uh prince it is you know it's a like she said it's a legal issue. I like seeing this part of the Marvel universe because it continues to let us know out in space, things is different. <laughs> and like they have to see, they have to speak through song, and then her saying that he's bilingual because he can just you know talk to people. I thought that was cool. And it it continues to drive the point home of what we see in Guardians. Like, hey, when you go out to space. Like it's gonna be different. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be like you know. I mean, all those people was fly. Like their clothes was amazing, but it was just like uh, so y'all just gonna sing all this. And yo, shouts to your girl, your girl Carol. Not only did she have the Miss Marvel, I mean the Captain Marvel dress, but did she hit some notes on you? I mean, even though I doubt that was her singing, maybe it was. I don't know. But home girl was getting her sing on. She had to sing to her man. And look, y'all can say. Look, Carol can say. It was, you know, it was a political or a legal thing, all she wanted. Prince Yan is not an ugly man. All right. She, she knew she was getting, she was up there swooning. All right. I'm just saying, he was putting on the moves and she was putting the moves. You know what I'm saying? It was a double moves. But, man, I enjoyed just seeing her in a different light, seeing Monica and Kamala kind of tease her about it as well it showed how much of a like a unit they were becoming i thought that was like a beautiful thing I, I really enjoyed that um but then also seeing carol start to realize that she doesn't have to carry all this weight man like you can share this weight with your family that's what your family's there for you know what i'm saying i mean look dominic i'll tell you boy look family family's there to ride with you you know what i'm saying you ride together you die together Bad boys for life. Yes, that's right. You got. You just got. <laughs> you just got multiple references inside of that. But anyway, I. I like Miss or Captain Marvel now more than I've liked her in previous properties, due to having this current or this new understanding of what she's going to gone through, and seeing her play off of Nick, seeing her play off of Kamala. Seeing her play off of, um, of Monica and seeing her say, hey, you know, I have to apologize. I have to, you know, I have to humble myself and not, maybe not even humble, more of just like realize that I have a responsibility to my loved ones. Like, yes, you have a responsibility to your duty as Captain Marvel, but you also have a responsibility to Monica as her aunt you got to see her you got to lay eyes on this girl you got to hug her you got to tell her like you know I know your mother's gone but you ain't got nothing to worry about because I'm right here beside you it's going to be hard but I'm going to be right there with you you know those things Monica needed that you know what I'm saying and having her go through that realization with, I think it's great for her character like I, I really do I think that was awesome for her character Um, so with, with that said I'll you know of course there's more to say about Carol but I'll move on and get into Monica. Um, because Monica we we haven't seen her in a while. And I like her new title of captain. And <laughs> of course, seeing her, you know, spacefaring doing her thing up there on Saber, it seems that she's kind of gotten into her kind of groove and just like hey this is what I do come up on space, make sure things is cool use my powers here and there and everything's fine you know what I'm saying I, got, I can kind of put this on autopilot if you would and having her thrust into this changes I guess her perspective on what her like what her priorities are because I'll talk about the mind meld thing that they share even though it's not a mind meld but I mean it's a mind meld But the responsibility that she has to her just day in and day out grind changes very quickly. And she has to kind of sink into her role as, as Carol's niece or like, you know, kind of like chosen niece, and then also become a big sister to a certain degree for Kamala because Kamala is thrown into this and don't get me wrong Kamala's you know she's yo she's hard body man she official she had her own show all right she had her own show and not only did she have her own show but she proved herself you know what I'm saying home girl she a hero she she a straight up hero now so yo look I I, I gotta give it to her and becoming that I guess filling that role of sort of a a niece slash you know uh, sibling I mean a, a niece and a sibling type of vibe is interesting to have her go through and see her walk through it and the, the beautiful thing is that they walk through this together um, all three of them and seeing even Monica realize that hey I've got to work out my powers a lot better than I have I've got to try more I've got to do more because there might not be anyone else you know what i'm saying there might there might not be anyone else to do this and like for instance when um they were switching powers over again and kamala was falling and nick was like go get her (laughs) she was like i don't think i can fly he's like have you tried it like you know he's like go on black girl magic so that was that was something that was funny and also seeing her expand her un- her understanding of her powers and her stepping into the fullness of her powers you know what I'm saying because without this she may have been content with just doing what she does you know use a little light here and there maybe you know fix some electrical stuff and let that be it um, but her coming into her own phasing through people fighting you know and then using her powers more of an offensive you know, as an offensive device, um, also using her powers to fly, things of that nature. That that showed a level of growth that I didn't know I was going to get in this movie. I I, w- I really wasn't sure what to expect from her, but getting her emotional growth, um, also her kind of her closure on her mother, um, which was kind of also reopened to a certain degree in a in a in a touchy way, but. Her closure and then her also reconnection with Carol is something that I thought was really cool, man. I I, I really dug it, especially when it came to the moments with all three of them together. And it, it's cool to see her and Carol sort of as the big sister roles to Kamala. Um, this is one thing that I think we should get more from in comics is seeing their relationships Two younger heroes. And I mean, I guess we'll be stepping into that later on. We'll see. But seeing them, you know, relate more to the youth. <laughs> Shouts out to the youth, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Just relating more to them, I think, would be something that's awesome. Because it's, it's, you know, they, they all they got, really. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we all we got. Um, and then on to... Uh, oh, uh, I'll, I'll talk about this. Another another thing is them teaching Kamala double Dutch, which is another kind of big sister moment that I thought was cool, man. Just like something that's like, it's just very, you know, familial, you know, like like big sisters, like friends, They they really become a unit on that ship. And it's something that I was just like, man, this is so cool seeing them be, you know, friends with one another instead of just like hey we're getting together we got a battle let's go they actually became friends with one another and i thought that was something that was beautiful man like I, I i did not expect for any moment to see this level of bonding but i'm glad that i got it um because now in later projects you know carol knows she has someone she can lean on you know monica knows she has someone she can lean on well, monica in. the at the end of this movie, we'll get to that later, but Monica doesn't really have anyone to lean on right now um <laughs> oh boy, but you know Kamala has someone to lean on um, and I think heroes need that more than they need your just your basic fighting situation, you know what I'm saying they need someone that they can count on that that can love them that can hold them that can you know hold them accountable that can you know tell them yo man you tripping or tell them nah you got this go ahead you know that kind of thing um now to my girl Kamala bruh look y'all know I love this girl I look Kamala she she all right with me there's I am so happy to have a character that is excited about heroism because there's so many heroes that are just like, this is something I got to do. this is my duty. I must save the city And she's just excited about it and it's good to see someone that's upbeat, that's positive, that's cheerful, that's kind that's you know that's you know has a has a optimistic outlook on life like it's great to add that person into the mix of these things. I mean even even with uh like Carol and um, Carol and Monica fly off, and she turns to the crew. She's like, "Uh, I can't fly." <laughs> so she's like, "Uh, like, do y'all have a ship or something I can like? I just I enjoy that. And then Carol coming back and getting her like, "Don't talk to them." Like, so I I enjoy that that kind of that kind of uh loving innocence around her character is just something that i really enjoy man i can't i can't get enough of kamala khan and when you add in her family bruh i look her family is so awesome i love her family i love the family like connection and they seem real mama seems real daddy seems real brother seems real but even he was like look y'all can't leave. you can't leave me alone with these two like man, it's it's a beautiful thing and I love the way they they just interact with one another. It seems so genuine. And that's the kind of relationship that I loved in the you know, Miss Marvel series. And it comes through here and really brings a, a, a whole new life into a Marvel film. Usually in a Marvel film, like say if we got Avengers Or Iron Man or I don't know Thor or something like that it's kind of like the hero maybe one or two friends and that's it there's never really like a family vibe that's in there that you get and I mean on on the DC side too we don't really get that and it's so beautiful to have that that's why I really enjoyed um, Blue Beetle the way I did because the family vibe was there Um, of course you know you have you know a comedian that I am not too keen on in, in that movie but you know, I'm saying? I love the family vibe and I love the fact that she doesn't have a secret identity from her family. They know and and they are like taking part in helping her be that. Um, so that's something I really dig. Uh, so seeing her get the other bangle, use the other bangle um, and then be to a certain degree, sort of like a protector for it is something that is awesome. So, you know. You know, I want to see more from her. Definitely, I definitely want to see more from her, and I believe we're going to see more from her because, um, what is it in in the like right before the post credit, we see her approaching, of course, Hawkeye, the new Hawkeye, uh, uh, Kate Bishop, and we see her basically saying, "Hey, look, let's start, let's start a new team." So you know, Kate Bishop and Miss Marvel being the first ones and her saying, like, I have feelers out. It's awesome seeing her step into this kind of, like, semi-leadership role, you know what I'm saying? Because she's the first person that's kind of starting this team. So she's, you know, reaching out and making these things happen. And I think she's the best person for that because she's such a, she's just such a positive, energetic person that is the type of, like the type of person that makes you say you know what okay let's do this you know I, if, if you sit around someone who is mean and surly I don't know if that would work but I love Kamala Khan man I can't I can't, I can't express it man I, lo- I love characters like that that either do the right thing because it's the right thing to do and also characters that like enjoy it's, it's nice to have a character that enjoys being a hero you know that doesn't treat it like this, this horrible burden but they're like no I, I love this um, before this gets super duper long, cause I mean, I don't want to hold y'all forever, but, uh, maybe I'll get a round table with some folks and we'll talk about this movie. If enough people like it, I don't know how many people like it or don't like it. Cause I stay away from reviews until I end up seeing it and all that stuff. But, um, my man, Nick, all right, let me talk about Nick for a second. Y'all know how I felt about Nick or how they did your boy Nick in the film. I mean, in the series of secret Invasion. But here, um, it is nice to see him back into a role where he's kind of like taking charge. Uh, He gets a little action in, which is cool. Um, And someone who is helping these three realize, look, y'all got to get together. You know what I'm saying? He he definitely falls into a very good coach role. Um, And it works well. And then also seeing him with uh, the family and like ensuring, I mean, like reassuring, um, Kamala's family that things are going to be okay and figuring out things from like the coach slash GM level is something that I've you know always enjoyed from Samuel Jackson's Nick Fury. So we get more of that and I thought it was cool, man. I thought it was really cool. Uh, I want to shout shout out to your boy Goose. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Flurkins. Uh, they came through. Um, Cats be tripping, but I mean you know they did. The, you know Flurkins came through today and, and I understand you know, why, you know, we had all the, the cat promotions. It was still kind of weird, but they I think Marvel went a little over top with the cat promotions, but, you know, look, I see why they did it. And you know what? The Flurkins they came through. You know, the Flurkins helped out. I don't know what happened to those people. I don't know where they were. If they were like, maybe their stomach is like a different dimension or something, I don't know. But whatever it is, the people came back out all right and everything was cool. Um, so you take that i I guess I'd like to remark upon the scroll Kree situation. Um in Secret Invasion, we mentioned Emperor Droge um on what is it Tanex or or Can-X? I can't remember the name of the planet, but we mentioned him for a little bit. And at least from my perception. I thought that, I guess I thought that he would be mean, overbearing, dictator-like. But when we meet Emperor Droge, he's very, he seems to be very even-keeled, very kind of like thoughtful, very loving of his people. And very respectful for the station that he holds and the the obligations of it. He doesn't seem to be this kind of tyrannical type dude. And that's something that I was expecting. And when I didn't get it, I was like, oh, okay, this is a change of pace. And seeing how he cares about the different, um, I don't know, the different citizens or whatever, uh, and how he was kind of like putting their thoughts and, you know, their wishes first, I thought that was cool. Um, I also thought... (laughs) huh i also thought the crew was not playing man like yo uh was it um was it bardin or didn't denbar i can't remember her name sorry I'll, I'll pronounce it right it was Darbin. sorry Darbin. when she showed up look she was like hey look you can get down or you can lay down what, what you want to do like you know what i'm saying it Cause we taking this planet back, and if you don't give us this planet back, we just gonna strip your atmosphere. Like yo, bro, she was not playing no games. And now I will say something that I thought was cool that I caught a whiff of. There's a moment when she's talking to Droge, and I think she said something to the to the extent of the Scroll are gonna betray the Kree again, or something like that, or that. Like, you're going to, are you going to betray us again or something like that? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's, that's nice to get a little history behind because the way we were told is that the the crew were just, you know, beating them down and blah, blah, blah. And I said it in the show, like, yo, we missing some story because ain't nobody hunting you down like this if you ain't did nothing. But I mean, you never know. You never know. So after hearing that betrayal thing, I wonder what that betrayal was and also how long ago it was. And if it's applicable to the situation that she was talking about right then, but her showing up being like, look, psh, I don't know what you mean by good faith argument. I ain't worried about that. I'm here to take your atmosphere and that's it. And you can either you can either get down or lay down. So that that moment definitely showed that the Kree and the scroll actually can come together now. And I, I don't know how positive. <laughs> it's going to be but they actually did come together something that happened I, hey they did come together for a little bit without a bullet or nothing so that was that was surprising um but the this kind of following evacuation of 10x i believe and i'm pretty sure i'm messing up that plan's name just hit me in the comments let me know but that evacuation also showed a very like a very big heart on the part of Emperor George and how he was trying to save as many lives as possible. Um, it was heartful and and also honest to see Carol tell Kamala, like, we can't save everybody. And, you know, they left a lot of people and there was nothing, there was pretty much nothing they could do. They had to go. And it just... It drove home how real these attacks from uh, the Kree are and how many people it affects um, and how far Darbin is willing to go for her planet. Because of course, she's like, look, my planet's hurting, but she she she's not showing up like, hey, can y'all help my planet, help us figure something out. She's just like, nah, I'm going to steal your stuff um even when they went to the uh to prince yon's planet with the singing and all that they just stole their oceans bro they just took them joints right out um now at the end they did say that hey we're gonna figure out a way to kind of help these people so that's something that's cool but bruh man come on now they they was straight up depleting y'all resources from from top to bottom 400 percent but um I guess the last thing I'll remark upon is the final credit scene where we see Monica after her sacrifice to kind of close the the time space rip because she was like, "Look, that's another dimension over there," you know. This and kind of tying in with whatever's going on in Loki, you know, that's a that's another dimension over there, and. We can't let these things come together. I gotta close it. You know, of course, the I mean, I don't think she knows about an incursion, but that would be an incursion to a certain degree. So her going over there and closing it, waking up, seeing her mother, but her mother being like, uh, I ain't your mama. But her her face, the acting that uh Tiana did in that scene, it was yo, know, she she killed it. And shouts out to uh uh Lashana Lynch because her look of surprise and bewilderment was awesome too. Like that was really like really strong um and powerful when she woke up and saw her mother just sitting there breathing living, you know what I'm saying? So that that was awesome. Um and then of course we get to see beast. The real beast, you know what I'm saying? Not just not some just some animal but the real beast. We saw Hank McCoy And I was like, you know what, Hank looking pretty good. Like, he he really looked good. And he mentions Charles. So now, okay, we know we somewhere where the X-Men are up and running and it seems that maybe at least wherever they're at, they're not in danger, so. Who knows if there's an existence of Sentinels right now or Orcus or whatever. Maybe I'm getting way too ahead of myself. But it was cool to see her mom with both bangles standing up, you know, like, hey, who are you? And regardless of who she is, you can see, you know, you meaning, you know, the the other Maria, you can see how she looked at you and how she cried when she saw you. You know, this woman is not a threat. Um, but I assume maybe they already know because to close that rip, I'm sure they noticed her and saw her close that rip. That's why she's in there in the first place. So this is just something that I think sets off the universe in a very good way. Something that we should have gotten way back in Phase 4, but Phase 4 was a whole bunch of stuff. So we're going to leave that back then. But what I can say is with Ant-Man, which I thought was okay, With Guardians, which I really enjoyed, with Marvels, with the Marvels that I really enjoy, I think we're getting back to pace, to where it's like, okay, we're starting to seem like a connected universe again. For instance, when we saw um, Tessa's character uh, from um, the Thor, you know, I mean, basically as a Valkyrie, when we saw her come through and we know that she's taking those people She's taking those people with her to new... um, Was it? Uh, Dag, I'm trying to think. Uh, Y'all, look, in the comments, y'all help me. Y'all let me know. But pretty much, her coming in and helping out on the whole Mercy mission, I thought that was dope, man. It was... Look, it was way more than I thought we'd see. I never thought we'd see Valkyrie come through and kind of bring people to new asgard you know to help out you know, i i guess to to help out the the new refugee group of screw of scrolls now the only thing is um i don't know if valkyrie knows but right now uh scrolls ain't too uh well liked um on planet earth due to everything that went down with the president and all that stuff so we'll see how that plays out maybe we'll see some more following in um maybe new world order maybe but they've completely you know what i'm not going to talk about anything in the past well it's hard because since it's interconnected it's hard i just i would have preferred secret invasion to go a different way but since it hasn't we'll see how the American public, or not the American public, just the the Earth population, how they feel about new scrolls arriving on Earth. Um, and I'm surprised, like Nick didn't say anything, but maybe Nick is just like, look, we, look, this is all we got right now. So we'll see, we'll see how that plays out. But I do think these last couple of movies, you know, this, uh this, or last few, I guess this is three, this Guardians and Ant Man are starting to show that Marvel is trying to connect the dots once again and have things feel like everybody's in the same place instead of, you know, phase four, which seems like, you know, everything was just everybody out for themselves. And now it's starting to seem like we are in a universe together. So, guys, holler at me. I'm going to holla at you down in the comments. My final thoughts is that I enjoyed this. I'm glad I went, and I can't wait to watch it again. And... I- Look, I I feel like if we keep rolling with like Nia, shouts out to Nia DaCosta, we keep rolling with that. We keep rolling with, you know, stories that show that, hey, this is an interconnected universe and, you know, people can call on one another. I think we're going to be all right. I think we're going to be looking good. So, of course, N-E-R-D, S-O-U-L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, podcast, all that jazz. And until the next time that you have to switch uh, places with someone else that has similar powers or until the next time, that you have to save some scrolls from another refugee refugee mission. This is from me to you saying, peace.